And we're back with another episode of Life in the Clouds. Um, I'm your host, Carlton, and my lovely wife, Deidre, here to share with you a little bit more of marriage, family, life, and everything in between. Don't forget the molecules in the cloud. Well, uh, molecules in the cloud? Atoms. Uh, I mean, molecules is the right word. I'm just not... I don't think we really get into like the science of things. Hydrogen. Uh, we should probably talk about volume, <laughs> according to volume? our uh, our oh yes our middle kids she teacher. Could use a little work she could use a little volume. work in volume. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna need you, sir, to send home a couple worksheets. Sorry, see my venom. So we're in interim reporting. So we're in that part of the school year uh, for interim reports, and we got. Um, some feedback so for most of our children's uh, academic career so far we've hated the comments that we've got from the teachers because they're usually stuff that is is, has zero action that can be applied to them correct it's always like you know they're a pleasure to have in class or you know keep up the good work or you know things like that that don't really provide us with any feedback but then we received some feedback from uh, our middle kids uh, teacher Mm-hmm. However, that feedback, while specific, didn't really give us any action steps. And then we get the uh, parent-teacher conference yes. form home that says we, that says we to don't need to have correct. a parent-teacher correct. conference. So my confusion is, if my child needs some extra work, wouldn't it be a good idea to have a parent-teacher conference so no. we can talk about... We're supposed to call him and send him emails. Oh, is that we're what we're supposed to, to do? Yes. Supposed to hunt him down? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Now, I have been meaning to send him an email because mm-hmm. I had a few concerns because I didn't get a chance to meet the teacher on back to school night. And so I've been meaning to send him an email regarding a concern that I have. Now I have two concerns. Got it. Yes. Well, I'm sure so that... should I send him an agenda for our conference? I think that's a good idea. Okay. I think we Once should say... Once he gives the time back, tells us what time... Mm-hmm. Which is going to be at like eleven forty in the morning. Watch, and then um, I'll just send back. These are the two items I'd like to discuss. There you go. That sounds good. Sounds great. All right. So, um, with that digression out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about our wins for the week, ma'am. What about the what's new? Oh, we no, don't we, do that anymore. No, we don't do uh, what's new Sorry. with you in season. That was the what. Yeah, season two, we no longer do you're, what's new with you're you. You're not going to come against my pregnant brain, okay? I was just saying Mine. that in season two, okay. we don't do what's new with you because uh-huh. I'm a poet. And you know it. I do know it. Okay. Bars. Bars. Don't don't worry about it. Anyway, what's so bar? what's so what are your wins for the week? I'm confused now. What did I do this week? I'm so excited. So at first, my week started with a fail, but it turned into a win. So after you reach, what, 27 or 28 weeks of being pregnant, you have to take this wonderful glucose test, Mm. which is an hour-long test. Well, apparently I failed that test, according to the benchmarks by my um, doctor's office. So I was under, I was over the benchmark by like, nine thingies or milligrams you can see i'm not good in science whatever the thing was (laughs) i was over it (laughs) so that meant i had to take a three-hour glucose test which was torture 
and mean and cruel and I really want to write the Surgeon General because it's rude and mean and cruel to pregnant women everywhere. But I passed it. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I don't have any, you know, other issues. But it's a cruel, cruel joke because you have to, it's a fasting appointment. You're not supposed to eat or drink for 12 hours, between 8 to 12 hours before your test. 12 hours. And then, yes, you told me 12 hours. And then the start of the test, they take your blood. Then you drink the nasty drink. And then every hour after that, they're taking your blood each time. So I got four holes in my arm from that test and then I was so smart because I said oh I'd already had my regular doctor's appointment that day later in the afternoon and I was thinking I was getting everything done in one day that was so smart of me however then I had to get a flu shot and a whooping cough uh, Mm -hmm. shot or whatever so at the end of the day I had six holes in my body I was not happy I was a grumpy grumpy mess that is true. Because after the three-hour test, then I had to rush over to my doctor's appointment, which means I didn't have time to eat. And so it was It was not a good day. I agree. And the lady, the lady at the lab where the I was taking the glucose test, they were trying to cheer me up, but it wasn't working. Because I was like, I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. Please, stop. Don't ask me why my face looks like this. Okay? So here's I haven't the- eaten. So here's People. a so here's a history lesson for you. So I was talking to my mother about the glucose test, and she said that years ago, um, the way that the glucose test. So you had that whatever that orange drink yes. or whatever you you have yes. to spike your insulin yes. response. She said that when she did her glucose test back when she was pregnant with me, she, they had her drink a Coca Cola. Are you serious? <laughs> That's mean. I would have much preferred a Coke than that nasty drink. So the first drink for the hour test was an orange thing. And the lady was like, oh, it tastes just like an orange Fanta. No, it does not. No, it does not. No, it does not. Don't tell me that. I believe that I know many what this people... tastes like. She was laughing at me. I said, I know what this tastes like. It, it does not taste like a Fanta. Then for the three-hour test, it was a fruit punch. So thankfully, the lady did not try and tell me that was like, you know, a high C or a Capri Sun. No, it does not taste like that. It is disgusting. Okay. If you'd like more Very marriage, nasty. if you'd like more pregnancy chat, <laughs> you can uh, listen to our pregnant podcast. No, I'm just kidding. No. There is no pregnant podcast. No. And, and there won't be any more pregnant podcasts no. after this baby's gone, too. There will not. Because I have some very strong opinions regarding <laughs> how the medical profession treats pregnant women. It's not nice. Okay. But then at the end, you do get a pretty healthy baby. So, at least we have Amen. been blessed to get healthy babies after all of the nine months of just appointments and poking and prodding and gel and anyway while this is compelling while this is compelling (laughs) podcasting i'm gonna move us along and uh just really quickly share uh my win for the week um new opportunities are jumping up and flying around fast and furious um, I've been uh, recording the minute podcast over on Instagram and YouTube, and I've been getting some really good feedback there. It also um, uh, caused some emails to get sent my way from a couple of folks that really? I hadn't talked to in uh, quite some time, and 
they've been asking a lot of questions and we've been having a lot of conversations as a result of some of the things that I've talked about. Mm-hmm. So that's just really interesting. It, it, it's nothing tangible at the moment, but it is nice to see that people are listening and that uh, opportunities are out there. So awesome. uh, that's You're definitely right. a win in my book. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> so for areas of improvement, uh, for me, I'm actually entitled, I'm putting a title on this episode of Carbo Loaded mm-hmm. because. I had been living the low-carb life, and I have been unable to get back into the low-carb life. In fact, I made fried rice yesterday, and I ate a whole bunch of it. And then right before we started recording, I uh-huh. ate some more fried rice tonight because well, it was delicious. a whole bunch of it. Does well, that mean you didn't measure it out? Oh, no, I did measure it out. I used the measuring cup. Did you? <laughs> You're, uh, you are... Subverting <coughs> and twisting what I'm trying to say by asking if the proper portion control you was asked, implemented. You asked if I'm, I'm I was measuring. I know what I'm saying is I'm just was stopping this the conversation. Portion control listen, implemented listen, listen. via measuring. I the am fried cutting rice. this off. I'm cutting the conversation off and saying that I my area of improvement is carbs, carbs, carbs. That is my area of improvement. And we're going to stop. We're going to stop there. <laughs> we don't need to discuss anymore. I think this we don't is need to have any discussion sir. around it. I'm just saying that while I do really well most of the time during the day, mm-hmm. um, just everything falls apart when I get home. So I, carbs, carbs, carbs. Ma'am, what is I'm your area asking, of improvement? You're not answering my question. Uh, ma'am. Regarding. What is your area of if improvement? the proper portion control was implemented utilizing the tools of a measuring cup for the fried rice. Yes, I used a measuring cup for <laughs> the fried rice. not specifically answering what I'm asking. I so anyway. used a measuring cup. What is my air improvement? I need to go to bed earlier. Because I've been struggling probably the last month to get up when my alarm goes off. And so, I am struggling to do that. And so, I realized yesterday when I actually went to bed a little earlier, that this morning wasn't as hard to get up. So, I need more sleep. And it's not because of the reasons of what you said, which was I was watching trash TV. I'm saying in general, my body is like asking for more sleep. Yes. I don't watch trash TV. Just because you don't. We have different TV likes. Okay? I like different shows than you like. And there's some shows that we like together. But just because I don't call your stuff you watch on TV trash TV. That's because I very rarely watch TV. Because I think that most TV shows are trash. The TV that we're watching that we're talking about is Netflix. It's not network TV. No, you right? watch so, network TV so on that, Netflix. That is true. I do watch some network TV shows on that, but I want to make sure that. And the things that the I tell is, you that are trash TV you? are the network TV shows that you what? watch on Netflix. We used to watch network TV shows, so I'm watching a couple other network TV shows. TV is trash. The point is, but the stuff you watch, I don't call it trash, so why are you calling my stuff trash? 
but I would not be upset with you. Like you take it, <laughs> you actually take it personal yes. that I'm insulting the yes. shows that you watch. My sh- uh, yes. I, my shows are not that deep, oh so that there's no way that I could take any of the shows that I watch personally. Funny. So I, that's all I'm saying. I, I mean, I wasn't even going to bring up the whole trash TV thing. I said that before we got on air. Yes, but you, but that's not the first time you said that. So I'm putting you out there calling my stuff trash TV. Okay. So I this need more week, sleep. right? You need more sleep. I get it. Yep. So this week's topic, since we're talking about TV, uh, is yep. about is about margin. And if you've never thought about margin. <clears throat> the idea of margin is putting some space in between yourself and your limits. So last week we talked about boundaries, which are definitely good things to have. I recommend that you take a look at boundaries in marriage, uh, Dr. Henry Cloud's uh, work, and just really focus in on what are some of the boundaries that you need to set in your relationship. But margin is even more um is is more than boundaries because yes. you're actually kind of your next you know step you're it's kind of yeah then the next thing after the boundaries definitely is a good point um you know it's the extra room you need to allow for unpredictable outcomes mm-hmm. because when you operate with boundaries there are going to be things that jump up and get in the way obstacles that are going to cause you to stumble and sometimes if you're working too close to the edges mm-hmm. um if you stumble you may find yourself way over um, over your boundaries. Uh, margin says, hey, you need to put some space between you and your boundaries because if something happens, you have some room to move. Mm-hmm. Um, Which and, is why I need to get up when my alarm clock goes off. Right, so you need to get up when the alarm clock goes off. Or you need to go to bed earlier so that when the alarm clock goes off, um, you know, you kind of hit that spot where it's like oh i could get up now as opposed to when the alarm goes off and you're going oh man i need 10 to 15 more minutes always yeah i like snooze i know you do it's a good habit Mm -hmm. i mean no no snooze is not a good habit i mean one (laughs) snooze isn't horrible get out of the bed i know i know so so this article that we have this week comes from the website fierce marriage and it talks about margin. The title of the article is actually uh, Three Types of Margin You Absolutely Need in Your Marriage. And when it talks about, it gives you some examples of what margin is. And, um, you know, one of the examples is leaving early for an appointment uh, in case there's traffic and setting your alarm earlier so you can no. snooze a few times if needed. Well, I do that. Yeah, I know. Um, Leaving room between your car and the car in front of you on the freeway is definitely a uh, a good uh, bit of margin to give yourself. But if you do that here, like people get in front of you, so you can't do that. Well, I mean, that's just an example. If you want to get to work, you can't do that. All right, but you get the point. Margin is necessary because you can't know or control every outcome, despite how hard some of us try. Margin is intuitive in some regards, like the freeway example, uh, but other times we must consciously build in margin for our own good. Marriage is at the top of this. Yep. Marriage is at the top of that list. 
So the first one that they mention is financial margin. And this is one of the very first things that we talk with couples. One of the earlier things we talk yeah. about with couples. Yeah. And I know it's one of the things that we hit on when we were in our own premarital counseling was, yes. you know, creating a, some financial stability, putting That's some right. rules in place to help us to manage our money yes. so that because I mean anybody that's been married or in a long term relationship knows that money fights are one of the biggest things that happen mm-hmm. and so if you're about that you know if you take the time to build in some margin in your finances mm-hmm. then that eliminates some of the money fight that's correct it won't eliminate all of it no. but it will soften quite that's a bit true. because if you've got savings and you've got um things in place for mm-hmm. when stuff jumps up or yes. you've got some money that you're setting aside mm-hmm. um to manage like you know if you want to take a vacation you decided the last minute you want to take a vacation well you don't have to jump on a credit card and spend on a credit card yeah. you've got money set aside for that that's true so or when the water heater breaks or yeah the, the water heater breaks you gotta and, call the plumber or the air conditioner or whatever yeah. it's not that those, you know, those are unpredictable things that are not pleasant and they cause tension. But if you've got margin in your finances, right, it's not a total devastation and doesn't cause a whole lot of drama. It just causes irritation because you're hot and you don't have AC. <laughs> right. And, you know, inconvenienced. Right. But if you've got that margin built into your finances, it's not an emergency situation that, you know, drives up the emotions more than... Um, than they need to. Right. Yeah. Correct. And one of the ways, um, you know, sometimes folks will say, well, how do we how do we build margin in? How do we get financial margin in um, when our situation is as tight as it is? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my recommendation, and yes, it's hard. We have to recognize that it's hard and really hard. listen. Um, but at the end of the day, sometimes you've got to downgrade. Sometimes you've got to walk back some of the decisions that That's you've true. made financially. Now mm-hmm. that might mean that you've got to go with a lower cell phone data plan or mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to have the biggest H D channel uh cable package Correct. or you know, Starbucks. however oh. yeah, Starbucks wow. and, and all those things. Um, you know, and I am I'm, I'm the spender in my house. Yep. So uh, for me you know, there was a time when I got out of balance on spending and I had to figure out, okay, well, I got to walk some of this back. Mm-hmm. Subscriptions for this, subscriptions for right. that. You know, the nickel and dime monthly thing that they Correct. hope that you don't realize you're paying. Um, you know, you kind of have to walk away from those things. Right. So, that is true. you know, downgrading, downgrading, downgrading mm-hmm. to help you build in for yeah. those larger priorities. And it's not forever. That's the other thing. Correct. It's, you know, short term. Even if it's an eighteen month or twenty, you know, two year thing, it's not mm-hmm. forever. That's right. And it goes by. Um, I won't say it goes by fast because that's not true. No, the time goes but, by. Uh, <laughs> the time will go by. It's not forever, yeah. right? It's not thirty years. Mm-hmm. It's you know a short term situation until you can build back at least some breathing room and some margin that you have that you want to develop. I should say. Yeah. Yeah.
So we had to pause there because we got a had an interruption by a child yeah, asking okay. many questions. Very important question. Very, very important crucial. question. It was very crucial yes. that she come and ask that question right then and Absolutely. there. So uh, I know but we were talking. But wait, but wait. She didn't ask a question because she no, forgot. No, she didn't. She, didn't she ask forgot question. her question. She didn't. But yeah. we had a nice, robust conversation about we all did. the things. That's right. All the things that we needed not. her to get done. Exactly. Yes. In the next 30 minutes. So her margin, oh, this is time margin. Mm-hmm. She's not d- learning how to develop time margin, which is actually the next type of margin you need in your marriage. Look at that. Well, technically, she did build in the time margin because she only has a little bit left to do. Because she was very adamant yeah. that she had done most uh-huh. of the chores, of course. but not all of the chores. But she, and so now she's got a, enough margin left mm-hmm. to go right up to bedtime mm-hmm. and get the chores mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She frequently underestimates the amount of time needed to complete tasks well we're gonna figure we'll, we'll see oh, whether or not she know, built in she enough margin she didn't in the next 30 minutes she didn't i can guarantee that listen i have faith okay that my child that knocked out 45 push-ups during okay. the uh physical fitness test mm-hmm. is going to be yep. able to get it done mm-hmm. because i think that that's super awesome that she did 45 she push-ups sure did. today mm-hmm. so there's about three things that we did not mention in our conversation that listen. She needs to do. Listen. That's a standard uh, recurring thing, ma'am, right? Ma'am. Find your scarf. Brush your teeth. Ma'am. Like. Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> I'm just telling you. She's saying, gonna come back and say we didn't talk about that. So I'm saying my See, point time is marking. my point is it'll be okay. All right. So <laughs> time margin. Um, so the article says here, uh, busy, busy, busy. Everyone is busy. Um, and there are lots of things that contribute to that busyness. Um, but, uh, and it says, God didn't create us for a life of leisure, leisure, just like he didn't create us to be busy every second of every day. We must make time for our marriage. Um, and it says time is the great, great equalizer. Cause we all get the same amount. That's we right. We thought. all get 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, however, some people use more of that time. Uh, and the question is, are you, you know, the what is it? The the phrase is like, are you wasting your time or investing your time? Yes. Um, yep. But in the end, at the end of the day, the question is, do you have you built time margin into your life? Mm-hmm. If an opportunity arose for you to do something, mm-hmm. do you have actually have the time to accept it mm-hmm. um, today? And in, in my um in my minute uh, video, I mentioned, I talked about, you know, the long game and how uh, opportunities come and opportunities go and they'll jump up right in front of you. But if you haven't built in margin, you will not be able to accept that opportunity. You'll not be able to actually participate. You may miss out on something that you really, really wanted to do because you've built no time margin into your life. Right. Um, And that's one of the things that I think sometimes, at least in my case, I kind of get out of balance because, you know, I schedule, I won't say schedule, but my days are kind of, I run from the time I get up until the time I go to bed. That's true. And so there's very little time margin 
Mm -hmm. uh, in my world. So um, that's definitely one that I have to struggle with. Hmm? Oh, I. I, How do you fix it? So I've gone, for me, it's been, I've just had to pick periods where I'm just going to be out of balance. Like, I've I've noticed that. Like, we had. What about picking times when you're in balance? No, I'm never in balance. So sometimes I have a large amount of time that's unstructured. And then I'll go through cycles where I have time, like a, a big block of days or weeks or months where I'm like super structured. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I look at it again, the long game okay. where, you know, I have to just kind of live for those times when things are unstructured. Right. By putting as much effort as I can in during the times when I'm super structured. Well, that makes sense. So, Try mm-hmm. to mitigate as yeah. best you can. Yeah. And now that we're at, you know, baby number four, um, it's kind of hard to even, uh, uh, like, think about the idea of, like, unstructured time. Because, again, we're, well, we're trying to establish rhythms, right? We don't have that anymore. It's well, gone. I think, I think you guys, I think you guys, uh, you three uh, ladies... Have uh, quite a bit of unstructured time that you get to work through, uh, but for me, um, since I do a, a lot of the movement and chauffeuring and uh, other things that I I have to main, I don't have a lot of that unstructured time for myself. Really? So no. Unstructured time. No, no. There's not a lot of Spider-Man or video games oh, getting played. <laughs> but somehow you managed to finish. Yes. Spider-Man. Yes, because you guys go to bed. And so when you guys go to bed, that means that I have some unstructured time that I can work so with. So you're not making time for your marriage. That's what this does. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I made time kidding. for my marriage. I'm just joking. Before you went to sleep. You are correct. And then yes. after you went to sleep, I uh, spent some time with myself yes. and Spider-Man. Yes. I think we, with the last kid, were able to do things and actually make time our marriage like going on dates and doing different things sometimes unorthodox right so you know we gotta take a day off work to have a date <laughs> yes margin or it's you know pto is margin the date is not like this go out and do this elaborate thing or like it's not always like go to the movies or whatever it's oh we're just gonna take 20 minutes to like go get go a cup of coffee get a cup of coffee or we're just driving around the airport loop <laughs> four times and then we come back and go to bed right so it's you know different things like that where you where we think you know when you think about make time for your marriage like oh you know let's plan a vacation or plan a date and da 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 but it's like sometimes it's just like seven minutes like you just figure out a way to spend time together for however long that is don't over complicate it don't over plan it right there's times when you do need to do that but for the most part if you have as many people in our house that we have, we don't have time. We don't. We, mm-hmm. we are not able to do that. Correct. Right? It's just not consistently able to happen right now. That's just not where we're at. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And, so this one, one? and this one leads right into yes. the last one. Yes, it does. And even from your earlier uh, talk about your areas of improvement, right? Uh, the last, oh, yep. the last margin uh, is energy margin. Mm-hmm. And energy margin means like... Okay, so from a marriage perspective, okay. Uh, Now, remember, we're talking about marriage here, folks, so please uh, don't blush too hard. But if you spend all of your day (laughs) focused on 
the eight million activities, whether they be work, children, church activities, volunteer groups, whatever. Parents do. Parent, you know, parenting or, or dealing with elderly parents, mm-hmm. like all those things. And then you and your wife get into bed at the end of the day and there's no energy for any activity. Um, you are sorely lacking in energy margin. That's a good point. Because you've got to save energy for each other. Right. You've got to put... Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know those other things are important. I know taking care of children is important. you got to mm-hmm. feed them. you got to clothe them. you got to <laughs> house them. Um, you've got to... You know, be a good citizen and a good steward and all of those different things. So you participate and you serve in other areas. But if you're not taking the time to serve your spouse uh, in 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 ways that they can receive, yep. you're not you're not being diligent to what's important That's true. because those many of those things will go away. Children will grow up yep. and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't you don't wait for these moments, but elderly parents um, won't be there forever. That's true. You know, volunteer opportunities can be handled by other people. Right. There's no uh, church ministry that can't be done without you. Right. Um, but you and your spouse, if you know you are. If you look at marriage the way that we do as a covenant between two people uh, and between two people and God, it is it's a permanent arrangement. It's not something that happens, um, you know, willy nilly, I guess sure. if that's a term you want to use. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so you need to prioritize yourself and your energy to yes. talk to your spouse. Good you can't point. get in the bed after having used all of your words on all the other people throughout the day, yeah. then when you get home, you have no words to share with your right. spouse. Right. Like that, that is, that's no good. Yeah. And that's to say that, that as a consistent, like, Consistence, habit, yeah. Right? Not just, you might have that's di- going again. to happen, right? Where you yeah. just, there are some days where you just don't yeah. have anything left. But. Like I said, and then like I said, in the, like I mentioned previously, right? There are times when you're going to be out of balance. Yeah. But you also have to have times when you're in balance. Uh, or not even so much imbalance where you're you're more, over you know you're over you yes know. more toward the center right yeah. of where you're moderation there you go moderation mm-hmm. absolutely cool so energy margin creating yeah. energy margin is about doing things that add energy to your life and family get out and do fun things together get up early catch a sunrise or go fishing together you may be physically tired at the end of the day but your energy margin at home will explode yep all right. Awesome. That was a good article. Yeah, I like that one. All right, so let's go. We've got one question. Uh, it's kind of a long one, um, but I I think it lines up a little bit with what we've been talking about. So I'm going to read this, and uh, we'll see what what thoughts we have for mm-hmm. what what thoughts we have for this couple says here, my wife and I both have our own friends and healthy social lives outside of our marriage. It makes me happy, but sometimes I feel like her friends get more of her than I do. While I'm at work, she messages them all day. While I'm at home, she messages them all night. 
I was trying to tell her a story about something that happened in my day earlier this week, and I finally just stopped talking, mid-sentence, in the middle of the story, feeling like I was only annoying her. She never looked up from her phone and had no idea that I had stopped talking, or maybe even that I had begun. When I said something about her not looking at me, she got mad and told me I look at my phone all the time. When she's talking to me, I do enjoy reading things and playing games on my phone sometimes, but I'm pretty much off it until after chores are done and kids are in bed, and when she or the kids want or need my attention, I put it down. I felt simply like it felt simply like a defensive thing to say, rather than something she truly felt, which happens a lot. If something annoys me or upsets me, and I say something, all I get in response is how. I do that, too. And even how I do something that's worse than that. And it says, I'm going to read this last line and then I'll stop there. Mm -hmm. I don't think I feel jealous of her friends. I've thought a lot about it and I don't want to address this out of a jealous place. I don't feel anything ugly. I just want my wife to want to message with me and talk to me. And deeper than that, I guess... I want her to hear me when I have feelings and thoughts about something that's happened between us. Yep. Yes, we all want to be heard. That's right. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what would you say to this husband? Well... What would be your recommendation? There's a longer, a few, you know, a few more details around the situation, but which allude to the fact that this particular couple has been in counseling previously Mm -hmm. and I think they should go back to counseling oh that's well I would (laughs) say that's a given right because there's a part he's not feeling heard and it doesn't sound like the ideas or tips that may have been given in counseling are actually being implemented Mm -hmm. and so I feel like they need to go back well I mean I, I definitely think that and I and I agree. There's definitely some coping skills and some ways of communication Mm -hmm. that probably need to get worked on Mm -hmm. um, in order to make sure that everybody's being heard. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what we're dealing with here is, you know, one person feels like he's not being heard, husband. Uh, The spouse feels like he is overreacting. Probably. Yes. Um, that it's really not as bad as he thinks it is. Correct. Um, however, you know, perception is reality in many cases. So, Most. you know, <laughs> I'll say many. Okay. Um, and they both just need to take the time to listen to each other mm-hmm. and really hear what the other person is saying without trying to be defensive, without trying to deflect, Correct. you know, any difficulty right they need to just take the time to like really listen to each other Mm -hmm. and having a disinterested third party like a counselor can be incredibly helpful in those moments um, because they can kind of redirect the conversation back to what is what they should be talking about and not into all of the little tangents that usually come uh, when these types of conversations come up. Mm-hmm. So definitely I would recommend they get back with their counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think, you know, kind of as a at a high level for our friends listening right now, um, you want to make sure that when you're having a conversation with your spouse, that that is a distraction free moment. Um, kind of like earlier, you know, so when when Deidre and I were dating, uh, one of the rules that we had um, or even after we were, you know, after we were married, one of the rules we had were about video games because I yeah. can be very much, um, you know, I can just dive engrossed. right in and get very engrossed <laughs> in the games that I'm playing. Absolutely. And she can come into the room and start having a conversation That's with right. me and I can do the mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But I'm really not hearing any of that. Correct. And it took both of us realizing that that's what was happening and me setting the boundary like, okay, well, when you come into the room or when you are you want to have a conversation, you say, hey, you know, we I need to have a conversation. Yes. Um, You know, you'll say that explicitly. But for me, if I'm playing a game, you come walking into the room, you know, the pause happens because I want to make sure that I'm giving you the attention mm-hmm. that you're supposed to have mm-hmm. because you're the priority not the video game. But also when we were dating, like if I called you, I could tell when you're playing video games and I would just get off the phone. Oh, man, that's true too. I mean, we did try talking like but now mm-hmm. it's like this is not working. When you're done, you can call me back. Correct. Correct. Plus a similar type mm-hmm. like okay. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely mm-hmm. you want to make sure um that you make it a distraction-free moment. Uh, and if, you know, and, and you have to understand, too, because believe me, I get it. Sometimes you're playing a game and you're in a moment that you need to finish, right? Not every game affords you the pause. Right. You know, and I know. And I didn't understand that. I'm like, I don't understand. You just well, pause like, yeah. while you're doing it. Like, I don't yeah. understand. But there's save points in games. I don't, again, I don't Correct. play, so I don't understand or, or know that, you know, there's just certain, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I've yeah. developed the patience to, you know, A, wait or ask, hey, are you close to the save point or not? And if you're not, then I, I'm going to go away and come back. Like, yeah. I'm not standing there waiting for you to. And I appreciate, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate your like, growth you know in this matter. Or, hey, this is such and such, so and so, or I have a quick question, you know, address it now or wait to the save point. Again, like, what's the time frame? Mm-hmm. So. Understood. But yes, that's, that's us learning how to communicate. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely gotten worse now, you know, in terms of... worse. Well, I'm not not us specifically. I'm saying, like, the idea of the phone, right? Like, we didn't have that. Oh, true. When, oh, you know, I see. You know, Distraction. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we had sure. video games that were plugged into a television. Yes. You know, yes. not a Nintendo Switch that I can carry phone. around right. or <laughs> a phone with social media that's yes. constantly sending me an alert and pulling Correct. me away from conversation. Correct. Right? That's a good you point. Know. So that's a good point. Yeah. So I do have another um, scenario. I don't know if this it's a little bit margin. And a little bit like I think it's it's some somewhat margin. It's actually a coworker of mine. Who um, the she has two girls. They're in private school. She usually does the drop off for the kids and the pickup. Right. But when her husband is off work. um. She will ask him to do the drop off and the pickup, or just the drop off, right? Just to split it, because he works a lot, and so when he's off work, it's a a nice treat, nice break for her to have the time to not have to get the girls ready in the morning and mm-hmm. with the uniforms and the hair and the da da da. Okay, 
So they got their they also received their interim report, right? And her girls are in like second grade and kindergarten, I think. Okay. Something like that. So there was a yellow slip attached to the second graders report with the comment on there that she is not prepared for class and the number of tardies she has received in this first quarter, which is not over yet. Mm-hmm. It's a total of eight. <laughs> and these eight coincide with <laughs> those days where she has asked her husband to drop the kids off, right? Okay. So as I'm listening to this, I'm listening, and I'm thinking that the school is being just too harsh, right? Because school starts at 7.55 a.m. And I'm when when she said he was late getting the kids to school, because I understand, right? Because you're not used to that. Like, you're just, so you may have a couple challenges. So I'm like, you know, the, in my mind when she said late, I heard, oh, they're getting there at 7.57 or 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that the school's just being unreasonable with the, I mean, it's just a few minutes late. You know, he's, ru- I mean, you understand what I'm saying? This is the vision I have. As the story progressed, <laughs> she began to explain to me further that the time on which the girls are getting to school is 8.25, 8.20-ish, um, when those days that she has asked her husband to drop off the children. And so she was explaining to me how upset she was <laughs> with the situation. So I was asking some questions, and I, I tried to help mitigate the excitement that she displays because she can just be very excited when she talks about her husband. <laughs> Again, just trying to give some deference, benefit of the doubt, and how I handle certain situations. I said, but, you know, I said, but it's become easier for me over the years in situations where you may or may not have done something the way I would appreciate or like or whatever, right? Because I watch you and I can see where you actually understand the issue. You understand your mistake. If there was such situation, right? I don't like you mistakes. get it. Right. Because it's mentally like you see it. You can see it. Right? Not every time, but you, you grasp when it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Same for me. I'm like, oh, that wasn't a good idea. So she was like, yeah, that's the problem. He doesn't understand. <laughs> he has no understanding at all of why it's a problem that um, he's getting the girls to school that late on the days, few days, that he is asked to. And I said, well, it's a time management issue. And she was like, I don't know what he's doing. I, she's so, like, she can't even talk to him. So... So I said, well, was, is he late for work? And she said, well, I had to threaten his life <laughs> because he is kind of, he's not, so he's not a timely person. So he barely consistently gets to work on time. Like it's just, I mean, he's just, he's usually sliding into work, bare, like, like, right, almost late. Like he could possibly be late. So to me, I'm like, that's a time management problem. Okay. So that means, like, if you can't get to work on time, right, then from a get your kids ready and go to school on time, it just doesn't, 
you're just not there. Like you're not able to manage time properly in the morning to know when you need to be out of the house. Like you're not, not paying attention. So my question is, right, in her situation, what was you? <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what to tell you because like it's not, he's not mentally there to recognize that there's a problem. I don't have anything for her. Okay. Because, so that's not a cross that I bear. Because you know I'm like super anal about being timely. Agreed. Um, I think, to me it sounds, still sounds unreasonable. That if the kids are not there eight times out of a semester. Like there's a lot of classes. Five days times 16 weeks and you're late eight of them. And I mean, we're not talking like he, they, he gets them there at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. He gets them there like at the most, it sounds like 30 minutes mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. Like I would not stress myself out about that for a first, a kindergartner and a second grade. Well, if... But this is private school. I don't care. And I'm, apparently they are very like. No, I get it. They're, they're a little. No, I get it. They're a little we, extra with a couple, I, quite a few things that I just me. gleaned from the situation. Trust but, me, I get it. But I'm just saying, I, just, I this is not a hill that I would die on, unless they're are they getting ready to kick the kids out because the kids no. are getting there. Okay, yeah. So unless unless we're unless we're about to do some serious damage to something, I'm not going to care so much about that now. The work thing. And getting him to understand the benefit or getting him to understand that he should be timely mm-hmm. is a larger issue, mm-hmm. right? So forget the private school. We definitely should be working to, like, get a better grasp on time management. So if that mm-hmm. means, you know, doing some meal prep to make sure that he's not trying to put a lunch together sure, sure, sure. and that's slowing him down or... You know, getting clothes and things together, like as a spouse, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to help get mm-hmm. things moving forward. Now you're making faces, so I I'm assume fairly, that I'm some of these things are happening. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just he just wants to be late because it sounds. I'm, if, if, I'm not sure if I'm we're not, not if we're not if we're putting in the effort from a spouse perspective, mm-hmm. if we're putting in the effort to help. Sure. At the end of the day, he's got to mm-hmm. he's got to make some changes. So that that's what was communicated. Probably not as diplomatically no. as you were communicating. Oh, I know that uh. it was not communicated <laughs> diplomatically. But I was just right. Just yeah, I don't, kind of dealt with the time margins. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything extra. It's okay. really just a matter of trying to figure out what motivators we can put in place to help sure. get agreed better yeah. outcomes. Sure, sure, sure. Um, however. Yes, so, so uh, we know, both came to the conclusion. I was like, yeah, until the mind is impacted, I'm not sure what else I can do. Yeah, yeah. I, you so, know, I, so therefore, I understood her level. Of yeah, I can. I, I get it. Frustration. Like, I get it, you know, but. For a grown Listen, person. just because you're grown doesn't mean that uh, you, you, don't you have know, all your stuff. you I got mean, it you all together. What? I'm not saying that you have it all together. That's yeah. not what I was suggesting. Sure. Yep. I don't know. I don't know okay. where to go from there. Um, yeah. Listen. So marriage is hard. 
It's fun, but it's definitely hard. There are some things that you run across that require um, some 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 soul searching, some prayer, mm. some and more patience. Some than you want to patience. Get. That's you. right. You gotta have some patience. So um, love your spouse. Remember that they are not your enemy, and that you guys are in it for the long haul. That's a good point. Yeah. So this has been another episode of Life in the Clouds. We've gone a little bit longer than we had expected. Um, but that's always good. We don't mind. We like talking to you and to each other. If you want to connect with us, you can uh, connect with us on Facebook by going and searching for Life in the Clouds pod. You can also go to our website at www.lifeinthecloudspod.com. If you want to send us an email or send us some questions, tell us about the uh, episode that you just listened to. You can send an email to feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. Feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. Please leave us a um, review on iTunes or Stitcher or Podomatic. Five stars would make us very happy. All other stars will make us smile, but in varying degrees. We would love to hear from you and hope that you have a great night. This is Carlton and Deidre. See you next time. Bye.